Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show. And we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Let me get into this uh, topic here. So this is something that came across my desk yesterday that really caught me off guard. We had actually concluded our day of producing shows. We were done. Uh, and then Mitch, who works with us, sends over this um, bit of news to to us in our group chat. And I look at it and I'm like, what is going on here? Now, as you guys know, Austin Rivers had made some comments about Bronny James. You know, the big talk is, you know, LeBron has always said he would love to play with his son, Bronny James, in an NBA. Um, and that's been the big thing. People have been speculating, will LeBron leave Lakers to go play for another team just to play with his son for one year, blah, 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 all those different things. So that's been the talk. We all know that. Um, so apparently, Austin Rivers had made some comments two days ago. I didn't really catch up to them, although I was aware of it on ESPN where he was talking about where they were talking about the possibility of LeBron moving, going to go play some, you know, play elsewhere. And then they brought up Bronny James and the role that plays and all of that. Uh, And when they were talking about it, they asked um, Austin Rivers to kind of weigh in on whether or not he thinks it would be a good idea for Bronny James to play with LeBron James. So for those of you who didn't hear uh, what Austin Rivers had to say, we want to play it for you now, uh, and then we're going to come back and continue on with the show. Take a listen to what he had to say here. Are you keeping it just just back there? I mean, I hope it doesn't happen. What I, do you mean? I, I don't want to see Bronny play with his dad. I really don't. Why? I, I just I went through something similar. Hmm. It was a very similar similar situation, but also different. I was already in the NBA when I went to go play for him. What happens is a lot of people start to discredit everything that you've done. This kid has been in the limelight since he was born. First day on Instagram, he had a million followers. He's handled it so well. He's played well at Sierra Canyon amongst talent and was able to get himself to a school like USC. Right now, his numbers don't scream pro. So if he is to go in the draft or if he gets picked, it'd be great to get picked up by a contending team that could help him put him in a situation because he does have talent. He does have uh, basketball IQ. He yeah. has potential. Him going and play with his dad, at this point in his career, just because Bronny's success isn't at a top-tier level, right. him getting drafted and playing with his dad, it just I don't want that negativity to come his way because he doesn't deserve it. Um, he's not a, a, a top-ten pick. He's not a lottery pick. He's... He's none of those things. I was all those things. And then still, when I mm-hmm. went to go play for the Clippers, people were like, oh, you're, you're only in the league because you're not. After me being the number one player in the, in, the, in the United States two years prior. Right. This is a whole different situation. And at a different level, because, yeah, Doc's great. 
LeBron James is the most popular basketball player to ever play other than who? Maybe Michael Jordan? Right. This is, it just would be a lot, man. Right. You know what I mean? And I just, I, I, I hope for the kid that he's able to not only play in the NBA, but play somewhere where he can kind of niche out his own identity. He, his name's already Bronny. You know mm. what I mean? Everything that we talk about with him, it always kind of folds back to his dad, rightfully so. So you heard his comments. Um, a bit out of the box, but I understand what he's saying. He's speaking. Austin Rivers was speaking from the standpoint of your dad is a is bigger than life, extremely popular. You carry his name in, certain, in a certain way, Bron, LeBron. So you have that. So basically, he's like a namesake, kind of. Um, LeBron is one of the five greatest players of all time. Most people consider him uh, in that group. So whenever you're comparing, you know, his son to him, there's going to be a lot of expectations, right? A lot. And given the way LeBron hypes up his son and all of that, you know, people are going to have a lot to say. And there's also going to be a lot of criticism that comes with it if you don't live up to the hype. No one is saying that Bronny James is going to be better than LeBron James. No, no one has ever said that. And, and, and that won't happen. Uh, I don't think it will, at least. Um, but if he's not a good player, it could affect him because he's going to be criticized a lot just because who his dad is. And Austin Rivers are speaking from the standpoint of, you know, I was a great player in college and all of that gets to the NBA. And I've been knocked because my father was a coach. And I remember some of the the, you know, the things I went through when I went to go play with him. When it was a lake or when it was a clipper. So that's the standpoint he was speaking of. Then Steven Jackson, out of nowhere, <clears throat> and I don't know what prompted this, although I've heard Steven Jackson talk about Austin Rivers before on all the Smoke podcasts. So I've, I, I, I get a sense that Steven Jackson isn't a fan of Austin Rivers. I've heard him talk about him before, especially when he was talking to the Morris brothers. So I come across an article from Bleach Report that I'm going to read, and it says, Stephen Jackson slams Austin Rivers over Bronny James' comments. Continues on. From NBA uh, 4, Stephen Jackson didn't take kindly to free agent guard Austin Rivers' uh, comments regarding his desire to see USC's guard Bronny James play on a separate team uh, than his father, Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James. Stephen Jackson wrote, Difference is you trash. Bronny not. Jackson said in a comment on a sideline sports Instagram post, you can't compare scrub. He also added, and your daddy is not LeBron. Shut up. Now, that's what Steven Jackson had to say. <clears throat> Here's my question. What prompted this? Because this came out of left field. At least that's the way it looks like in the public forum, right? We don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't know what these guys, we don't know that. But I, and like a lot of people, were very, very surprised, are very, very surprised to hear Steven Jackson come at Austin Rivers this hard. Maybe Steven Jackson just doesn't like to hear from Austin Rivers talk about sport. I don't know what it is. Uh, but for whatever reason, he went at him hard, like hard to, you know, shut up, calling him a scrub and all of that. Um, I don't know if that's necessary. Uh, at the end of the day, there's, they're just talking sports. I don't think what Austin Rivers said was controversial. I don't think it was disrespectful. 
I don't think he was speaking from a position of trying to be malicious or jealous. I don't think any of that. I just think that he was speaking about Bronny James uh, for the, for, you know, in terms of his best interest as a young guy. And I can understand that there's going to be a lot of pressure. Hell, there is a lot of pressure that comes with being LeBron James's son. Not only just his son, his first son. And then you play the same sport that your father played. There's a lot of pressure. There have been comments around the internet of, you know, Bronny James when he doesn't have good games. Are people being too harsh on him? And that, Well, that's par for the course. You have a dad. He's polarizing. And if people can take it out on his son, they will, especially if this son is not a very good basketball player. So there's going to be a lot that comes with that. And that's probably the reason why he said maybe they should play on a separate team. So I don't know why Steven Jackson is see that. Maybe he did and just decided, I don't care. Like, you shouldn't be talking. And why he feels that way, I don't know. Right? Because all Austin Rivers did was give his opinion. He didn't give it in a disrespectful way. Uh, but for Steven Jackson to go so hard at him, man, I was very, I was very, very surprised uh, by that. I'm sure he'll put out a comment or a statement later on to basically expand on his position. But man, that was that was hard. So now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Let's get into this to this topic here. Doc Rivers has got to be the luckiest man in the entire NBA. As you guys know, Doc Rivers started coaching with the Orlando Magic. Uh, and during his coaching years, he didn't play well. And I think Doc Rivers was part of that Orlando Magic team who was playing against the I think it was the Pistons or the Pacers over 20 years ago where the, he had Tracy McGrady and they had a lead, I believe, on the Pistons or the Pacers. I don't remember it so long ago, but I remember seeing the series. And he blew that lead. <clears throat> that happened under Doc Rivers' watch. Then he gets to the Boston Celtics. They're struggling. <clears throat> then in the summer of 2007, they go out there. And they acquire Kevin Garnett. They acquire um, um, Ray Allen to pair him with Tony, Tony Allen, Kendrick Perkins, and all of that. And that year, they win 66 games. Now, when they got to the playoffs, it was tough. They had multiple seven-game series against the Hawks and other teams. But ultimately, ultimately, when they got to the finals, they were able to be victorious over the Los Angeles Lakers. Six games. I remember that. Because I remember me and this dude when I was you know back in New York. When the Lakers lost, man, he's like, yo, what up? Where you at? He was talking hella, hella, you know what? Next year, I couldn't find that dude. Then he ends up getting a coaching job with the Clippers, Lob City Clippers. And they had a lot of great teams with DeAndre Jordan, J.J. Raddick, Matt Barnes at certain points, uh, uh, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul. And they always kept on, they, they always looked like a team that was going to get there, and then they, would, then they would ultimately falter. Lob City didn't work. Then they get Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, Montrez Harrell, all of these guys. They get to the, the the bubble. They beat the Dallas Mavericks in round one. I remember all of this. Second round, they go up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets, and they blow a 3-1 lead. We later found out through various players that, hey, 
Doc Rivers doesn't make adjustments. He's a coach that doesn't make adjustments. Everybody knows this. So what happens? He then somehow, after he lost his job with the Clippers, within less than a week, he got a, a, a huge contract with the Philadelphia 76ers. And at that point, we're like, man, Doc Rivers has to have the best agent in all the sports. Like, it's unbelievable. He gets a, a big job immediately. He goes to Philly. That doesn't work. Blow some more leads. Then he goes and starts working at ESPN. Then the Milwaukee Bucks announced that they're firing their head coach, Adrian Griffin. And I think they had the top two seed in the Eastern Conference at the time. And within hours of firing Adrian Griffin, we hear that Doc Rivers is being considered. And I started laughing. If you follow me on Instagram, again, my handle is C-T-A-B-A-N-Z. I was posting about it the whole time. I'm like, this cannot be real. This is hilarious. This is Saturday Night Live. This is impossible. Then hours later, we hear Doc Rivers has been signed. I'm like, how is this even possible? And the minute that happened, everybody in the NBA world had the same reaction. How is this possible? We were all laughing. But then I woke up this morning, and I saw a very, very alarming stat. Uh, and I think this is bad news for Buck fans. And I actually saw it from, I believe, ESPN on my phone this morning. But before we even get into that, uh, th this graphic, this video is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize picks is really simple. Instead of just selecting a team, you just select two or more players, pick more or less their projected stats, and then you place your entry. For example, this week, I'm selecting two entries. Stephen Curry for more than 25 points, and then I got Anthony Davis for more than two blocks, and Damian Lillard for more for more than four three-pointers made. Prize picks is also the only daily sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So, for example, if you have a player who gets injured in the first half and doesn't return to the second half, that player gets automatically rebooted. What I also love about Price Picks is that it offers weekly promotions like Taco Tuesdays. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So go to pricepicks.com CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's go to pricepick.com CLNS, use code CLNS for a first deposit match to, of up to $100. And once again, once you support this sponsor, you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So I open up my Instagram and I see an image from SportsCenter and ESPN and it has Doc Rivers and I'm going to show it to you guys. Take a look at it here. Doc Rivers record, Bucks record with Doc Rivers. The Bucks are one and four since Doc Rivers has gotten there. One and four. And then I quickly went over to go look at the NBA standings. And I looked over at the NBA standings. And I looked at the Milwaukee Bucks, who used to be one of the top seeds, still one of the top seeds, <coughs> have lost two games in a row. They're now the number three seed in the Eastern Conference. And they're a 500 team over the last 10 games. And I'm like, we got a problem here. Not for what's just happening uh, in the moment, but for what could happen in the future. The Milwaukee Bucks... Um, during this offseason, when they pulled off the Damian Lillard trade, everyone was talking about the Bucs are going to win the championship. The Bucs are going to win the championship. The Bucs, you, We all remember what happened this offseason. The Bucs, the Bucs, the Bucs, the Bucs, the Bucs. 
Now, some people were raising various alarm bells saying, wait a minute. Uh, you know, they lost a lot of defense at the point guard position at the point of attack. Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday goes over to the Boston Celtics and the Boston Celtics right now uh, have the number one record in the Eastern Conference. Um, and they're like, this is going to have an effect. That's going to have an effect. But now you have Doc Rivers. And there are a lot of people in media right now that have actually... put less confidence um they're shorting that's what i was looking for they're starting to short the buck stock they don't believe it's going to go up anymore and a lot of that and that sentiment a lot of it was created the moment that they hired doc rivers to me um this is not a good situation if i'm a bucks fan i don't know how the hell doc rivers got that job especially that fast um, given his track record. You've heard people like Stephen A. Smith go out there and say, this is Doc Rivers' last chance in the NBA uh, as a head coach if he doesn't get this situation right. And the Bucks are going to look mighty foolish if they fired a rookie head coach who hadn't even completed his contract to go get a decorated coach and they end up having a terrible season when when they fired Adrian Griffin, although all the reports were that the, the teammates, the team had tuned him out, blah, 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 and all of that stuff. But if they don't become better, you got to look at the Bucks management because they pulled the trigger on that. You also got to look at some of the players, Giannis and all of these guys. So to me, man, it's not fun times uh, uh, in, 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 in Milwaukee. Uh, I would feel absolutely zero confidence if I'm a Bucks fan and Doc Rivers is my head coach. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. I'm never someone to toot my own horn ever, but I got to say this. I feel like I'm part of the groundswell of people that have been now pushing this Kawhi Leonard MVP conversation to be in the MVP conversation because I wasn't hearing people talk about it much before, right? I've been pushing that line over the last few weeks because the Clippers have been playing bloody well. Ka Kawhi Leonard's been playing bloody well, and I've been pushing for it, and I'm, I'm, I now see major media is beginning to talk about it, bigger play. I'm not saying that I'm the one that started. I'm just saying that um, I've been talking about it a lot, right? And I'm happy uh, that, they're, they're, that they're at least discussing uh, Kawhi Leonard. Now, as you guys know, the Clippers have been playing fantastically well uh, since December 1st. They have the best record in the NBA with a 26 and 5 record. That's the best record in the NBA, folks. It's not even close there. And I want to get into actually some of their stats um, about the Clippers. First of all, do you know that the Clippers yesterday officially took over the number one spot in the Western Conference? Are you guys aware of this? The Clippers are not a number one seed. The Clippers that actually had lost five games, six games in a row when they acquired James Harden, that same team bounced back to now end up being a better team than they were prior to having Harden. And now they're the number one seed. I heard a lot of people talk about, well, not Kawhi Leonard can't be in a cup because we didn't have a But now they're the number one seed in the West. What else you want? What else you want? You want Kawhi Leonard to be torquing it up for you? What else you want? Hmm? What you want? You want to be ice grilling dudes whenever he dunk? What, what, what else you want? So the Clippers now officially have the number one record in the NBA in the, in the Western in the West, not the East, the West. 
That's the first thing. Let me get into some of this team's stats, right? And I want to get into the role Kawhi Leonard has played in all of this. The Clippers right now, as we currently speak, are the number four team in field goal percentage in the NBA. Since December 1st, they've been, I believe, the number one offense in the NBA. Right now, they're the number 15, fifth excuse me, team in steals. They're the number one team in the NBA in three-point shooting percentage. They're the number three rated offense right now in the NBA. They're the number 13th uh, rated defense. Now, I'm going to get to that for a second. Why do I want to harp on that? The reason I want to harp on the defensive side is that for as well as this team is playing right now, they can be better, much better, especially on the defensive side of the floor. And the Clippers just recently came off a seven-game road trip when they went, no, yeah, was it six or seven? I think a six-game road trip when they went five of one, the Grammy road trip. So they've been playing fantastically well. They beat Atlanta. They beat Boston. They beat uh, the only team that they lost was the Cleveland Cavaliers during that, during that stretch. So the Clippers have been playing fantastically well. But now I want to get into Kawhi Leonard. And I want to get into some of his stats and the reasons why I believe he should be in the MVP conversation, at least a top three candidate. But before we even get into that, this video is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is really simple. Instead of just selecting a team, you just select two or more players, pick more or less their projected stats, and then you place your entry. For example, this week, I'm selecting two entries. Stephen Curry for more than 25 points, and then I got Anthony Davis for more than two blocks, and Damian Lillard for more for more than four three-pointers made. Price Picks is also the only daily sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So for example, if you have a player who gets injured in the first half and doesn't return to the second half, that player gets automatically rebooted. What I also love about Price Picks is that it offers weekly promotions like Taco Tuesdays. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So go to pricepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit matchup up to $100. That's go to pricepick.com slash CLNS, use code CLNS for a first deposit match to, of up to $100. And once again, once you support this sponsor, you're supporting this channel. Thank you. Let me get into some of this data here. And we're getting some of this um, uh, from basketball reference. I want to give you guys some stats. Kawhi Leonard, as we currently speak, is top 20 in scoring. If we look at Kawhi's stats since December, let me give you guys Kawhi Leonard's stats since December uh, because I had it. Because uh, some people won't believe me. Kawhi Leonard stats since uh, December. I actually had, um, what is it? I had it here. Uh, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even find it, but I had a stat where Kawhi Leonard was actually putting up. No, no, hold up. I got his stats because I, I think that these are, well, anyway, I can't find it right now, but Kawhi Leonard has been putting up incredible numbers. Let me get to some of his other stats. He's number 20. Uh, he's in the top 20 in scoring. I think by the end of the season, he's going to be in the top 15 uh, in scoring. Kawhi Leonard right now, he's number four in steals in the NBA. Number four. He's 28, get this, in overall field goal shooting percentage as a small forward who predominantly takes jump shots and mid-range jump shots. That's where Kawhi is. 
He's the number three, get this, three-point shooter in the entire NBA. You heard what I just said. Kawhi Leonard, with all of these great shooters, Stephen Curry, all these guys, he's the number three three-point shooter in the NBA. And speaking of shooting, I want to get into Kawhi Leonard's shooting for a second to really explain just how good Kawhi Leonard has been this season. I want to get into uh, some of his stats here. I want to get into just shooting for a second. Before I even get into that, let me get into his averages uh, this year. Kawhi Leonard's averages, he's, his regular season averages right now is 24.4 points per game on 53.3% shooting. That's a career high. He's shooting 45.7% from the three. That's a career high attempting five. He's actually attempting more threes this season than he did last season. Fantastic. He's attempt. He's scoring, excuse me, shooting 89% from the free throw line this season. He's getting you 6.3 rebounds, 3.7 assists, 1.7 steals. That's the most steals he's had since he was a San Antonio Spur. And he's averaging a career high in blocks. No, close to a career high in 0.9 blocks per game. The last time he had those type of defensive numbers, when he averaged a block per game, that was when Kawhi Leonard was a San Antonio Spur. Those are just the basic numbers because some people be thinking, oh, you know, this and this and this and this and this and this. Let's get into some of Kawhi Leonard's splits. In the month of uh, February, just this month, Kawhi Leonard is averaging 31 points per game on 62% shooting from the floor, from the floor 62.3. He's shooting 63.6% from three. And he hasn't missed a free throw this month. While getting you 5.7 rebounds, four assists, one steal, and 1.3 blocks per game. Now, I want to get into his real shooting to, to explain to you how, just how good this guy is. From zero to three feet this year, Kawhi Leonard is shooting 80, 80%. From three to 10 feet, he's shooting 52%. From 10 to 16 feet, he's shooting 51%. And from the three-point line, he's shooting 45.7%. Those are Kawhi Leonard's offensive numbers. Now let's get into the defense, which doesn't show up on a lot of that there. Kawhi Leonard is having his number one defensive rated season in the, in the history of his career. His defensive rating this year is 112.6. To put that into context, that's what Jaron Jackson Jr.'s defensive rating is. That's Kawhi Leonard's defensive rating. What I think should happen is the following. Kawhi Leonard should be all first NBA team. All NBA, all first. He should be on that team. He should be on the all-first defensive team. And he should be in consideration for an MVP this season. All of those things need to happen. Because he may not have as gaudy numbers as those other guys, but his numbers are leading to winning. And I want to quickly read something that we got from a fadeaway world article. article. Um, and it says, Kawhi Leonard on possibly joining the 50-40-90 club. It continues on. Um, and it says he can end this season averaging the rare 50, 40, 90, uh, an achievement for playing uh, average player average. Blah, blah, blah. We've seen this feat 13 times. And the most recent inclusion being Kevin Durant last season. Kawhi Leonard was then asked about this. He said, I mean, I want to make every shot I shoot, but I'm not going out there to play for numbers. If you actually watch Kawhi Leonard play, you can tell he's not forcing it. And if this guy was actually a gunner, with this type of efficiency, what do you think he would average? What do you think he would? I mean, we're talking about the same dude that averaged 31 points per game and led the playoffs in rebounds 
the year he won. I think rebounds and steals the year he won the championship. So you know he can do it. Folks, this dude should be in the MVP conversation. Period. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.